Hey, superstars, happy Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday, if it's not a Monday, just sub in whatever day it is for the after the happy bit. But I hope you ha- are having or have had a spectacular, spectacular day. Uh, it's time for yet another episode of the Virtus Performance Podcast. It's, it's crazy to see how this thing that we do, that we talk into this thing, is making a difference in people's lives. Uh, it's nice to get messages Messages from people uh, mentioning how our guests are able to impact them with a simple conversation. So if that teaches you anything, it's that the importance of actually connecting and conversing with humans, doing good things or either struggling with this whole life thing that we've got to deal with. So if there's someone in your life that you can speak to, to pump them up, to help them work through something or to help you work through something, I would highly recommend it. Today's episode uh, is with a local guy who touched base with me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Turns out we share a lot more in common than we thought. Uh, We both went to ACU, uh, studied exercise science, did some exercise physiology afterwards, uh, both taught uh, Cert 3 at 4 at Chisholm. Um, He got to the point after that where he shifted his path a lot different to mine. Uh, Obviously, I opened this thing that we get to hang out at called Virtus and he has among other things uh, started a or started and dove into a protein company called My Health Addiction so we kind of chatted about that journey about the similarities Uh, he threw a few questions my way which was a bit rude but you know we we worked through it Uh, so today's episode is with Carl Ashdown a very very good man and someone who I very much enjoyed the pleasure of speaking to so let's dive into today's episode be amazing my personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Carl, mate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. We're a week later than first anticipated. Yep. Unfortunately. Life but gets in the way. We made it happen. Yeah. First question for you. Yes. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Well, it was a similar sort of question, but I think what gets me out of bed in the morning is there's nothing specific, and that's that's I'm not trying to dodge the question, but <laughs> I find that um, every day is different. Yeah. Well, like some days you don't want to get out of bed. Some days you're feeling a bit crap or you're just a bit run down or you're unmotivated. Like if I'm uh, going to, to do work that I don't want to be doing, yeah. um, then I'll really struggle. And so those days I'll, I'll become more, look at my internal motivation. So I'll, I'll do more meditation or I'll go for a walk or go, for, go to the gym in the morning to stimulate myself and yeah. just get my body ready for the day. Um, and because I enjoy those things. Um, and I find that really sort of centers me and gets me ready for the day. Other days, like today, I was all pumped. I was up and about. Well, and I slept through my alarm, so I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. I know. So I, was, I, I knew I had good things on the day, and so, yeah, I'm motivated to – I find learning things. I'm really stimulated by that, um, learning new things that 
I, I feel are going to make a difference in my life or other people's lives um, in helping to grow my business and yeah. being creative. So if you've got something planned that you're working on that you're really sort of engaged with, that's that gets you out of bed because you you've, you feel like you've got that purpose and drive. Yeah, so That's cool. Yeah. What's, what's kind of fueling that purpose and drive at the moment? Um, I suppose the... The fuel in the purpose and drive probably those two factors is is learning new things um i really like which is funny because like at school you sort of you go oh, i'm sick of school i don't really <laughs> like it but the more i've the longer i've been out of school the the more i find i enjoy learning and enjoy learning things that you're interested being curious yeah. really so like like for you with the gym like <laughs> going well yeah. I, I find this really interesting and you'll dive into it so like whether it's learning about training so obviously when you're when we're at uni you're learning about that sort of stuff and because yeah i find i obsess about things and so i just want to know as much as i can about that topic yeah i've been diving into values a little bit lately Mm. and and kind of like what are your like what are your highest values because then when you know your highest values and you understand the things that you that really like make you want to jump out of bed yeah then if you can center all the things you do in your life around those yeah and you know you know when you're when you have something you're about to do or you're going to do and you're just like, I'm so excited to do this. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's because it aligns with one of your values. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Martini's got a book called The Values Factor that I've been diving into a little bit and he kind of says like, he asks 13 questions, anyone can Google it and find them. But yeah. one of them was like, what do you surround yourself with? Okay. And I was like stopping and thinking and like, like I look around this office and it's just books. Yeah. Like, there's two or three chairs and there's usually two or three chairs on the other side of the desk. There's always yeah. room for other people. Yeah. Um, there's gin and there's a bunch of coffee stuff. So it's yeah. like, I was diving into why I actually like the gin thing. And it's, it's all about, it's, it opens up a conversation Yeah. and you sit someone in front of you with, with a glass of gin. Like yeah. we've got now, drops of gin if I get around it. Yeah. And it's just connection. It's yeah. just, a, it's just an excuse for connection. Definitely. Well, and that's the same with coffee. Like yeah, same stuff. You, you say, let's go for a coffee. You, you don't even have to drink coffee. You can <laughs> yeah. just go there and drink some water. Who yeah. cares? Well, but that's how we connected, right? Yeah. It's just like, hey, let's go grab a coffee. Yeah. And you know, next thing you know, it's, we're now deep into a conversation about fucking every topic on demand. Like, <laughs> values. How good is this? Yeah. yeah. So what was the values, like what was his sort of approach to so, thinking about that? So there's a, there's 13 questions that he asks that, that, that help you kind of work out what your values actually are. Cause it, yeah. And a lot of us have like like low low water values or fake values that yeah. we think are our values because society thinks that's what we should do. And it's yeah. like that should thing, right? You go, hey, what do you want to do today? Well, I should do this, I should do that. They're probably not the things you actually want to do. Yeah, yeah. So it's all around finding ways to link that up. So okay. it, was, it was a cool little exercise. Um, because I I'd kind of written a thing about values maybe two months ago yeah and wrote down my values and it and it allowed me to nail down some of them that were there but yeah. then it allowed me to like a couple of the words I'd written like in, integrity and freedom they were like part of other values rather than like okay because they're cool words like yeah they're, they're words that I, like I want to live by yeah but it's not the thing that gets me excited in the morning okay so um, what was the real sort so of my real ones were kind of around like con- connection and conversation was like the one that kept coming up like yeah I will forego most of my responsibilities if someone goes hey let's catch up and have a chat yeah um, the teaching and coaching thing is just like if I can sit in front of a student or one of my clients or you know, one of the mentorship guys that we've got and they can ask questions then like that's when I feel like the most 
like alive. And that's yeah. what I feel like. Like I always end, as well. Yeah, I always yeah. end a conversation like that, and I'll just be bouncing off the walls. Like, yeah. I'll be so excited. Yeah. Um, and then like reading and learning, and and like being able to understand the world around me and myself a little, little bit better yeah. because it helps with those the ones up, up the chain yeah. in terms of like teaching and well and that's stuff. the curious mind like yeah. they sort of say the the best way to learn is to teach so mm. a you you you're figuring more about yourself and and helping people along the way i suppose yeah, yeah. yeah that's it can you like can you articulate what your values are like obviously it's a hard thing if you haven't like sat down like written them down and thought about it yeah but, i think i in terms of values, again, I, I'm similar in that I feed off other people's energy and, and really look for, um, I suppose, you look you always look for reassurance on things and, um, and you want to be, um, not praised, but, um, yeah, like feel like you're, you're making a difference or yeah. feel like you're being a benefit. Um, so helping people is a big one. So, yeah, that, that uh, conversation, that connection, um, and that's what I really enjoy about uh, teaching is that mm-hmm. you're able to connect with students. You're able to, um, like, really the the teaching is is sort of a side thing when really the yeah. the connection. Like, you don't remember about uh, Pythagoras theorem, or you don't remember <laughs> you don't remember crap about school. Hey, that came up in conversation. <laughs> well, that's it's something uh, that we that I haven't thought about since year nine. Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember? What pi is? Uh, I, yeah, 3.14, 6, 7, 9, 4, 6. <laughs> yeah. The last four are wrong. Yeah, it keeps going. But, yeah. But, yeah, you don't remember that. But yeah. the skills you take away from school is, like, yeah. learning things or finding things out or um, those general sort of social skills or, like, even from uni, you don't remember a lot of that, but you figure out how to find out things. Yeah. Um, well, it's all, it's all transferable. Like, if we look at... Pythagoras theorem in mass in year nine as Pythagoras theorem. I think we kind of miss a, miss the boat a little bit, miss the point. Mm. It's all about being able to dive into learning a concept, spending time on it, read like reiterating it, working on the stuff you don't know, and it's like that skill of being able to try try fail repeat until you get it right. That that's the thing that we should take out of learning. Yeah. Um, learning. Yeah. The what is it? Long side of triangle. That's Pythagoras. Yeah. Theorem, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sorry to all the, all the yeah. mass, mass wizards out there that I've just... Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I think if you learn that, and like uni, right, it teaches you <clears throat> think critically before anything else, mm. I think. Yeah. And if you can come out of it with that and not just go, well, I'm, you know, I can talk about energy systems for a day, which I could and don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you, makes you realise um, what parts of it you actually should be paying attention to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What did you study? Uh, exercise science. So, <clears throat> yeah, so I was at ACU, so I was a couple of years above yeah. you. Um, and so I, I essentially was at school and I, I said, well, I love exercise, I love sport, always like I was in the school table tennis team, the school netball team, whatever I could do to yeah. get a day off. <laughs> um, any sport I could do, yeah. I'd do. And so naturally I was like, all right, well, I like money, so I'll look at studying accounting. I like I was, I was looking at being a pilot, so I applied for that, and yep. then um, I applied for physio, and um, and I got exercise science, so I went into that area, and it was it was an incredible uh, course socially, for sure, <laughs> like, <laughs> I came away with heaps of mates, yep. but, um, but yeah, I, I definitely came away with potentially more questions about what I wanted to do, what I wanted to achieve, what I was 
going well am I just gonna am I gonna go into being a teacher am I yeah like there's not that many exercise science roles out there is there definitely um, not and so you're sort of left with these skills but at the same time left with a lot of questions yeah um, what was the biggest question like when you kind of finished or were finishing up your exercise science degree do you remember like one or two questions that you just like I need to figure this out yeah well shit what, what am I gonna do life? now <laughs> <laughs> I've just spent three years yeah learning some stuff and drinking a lot of beers yeah. but um yeah you, you sort of don't realize how much you do know yeah um so you start talking to people about nutrition or health or training or even wellness stuff and yeah. psychology and um how to approach training and any of those sorts of things it's it's huge mm-hmm. um so developing those external factors that are going to help develop your intrinsic factors to get you training or to get you eating well like yeah you might binge and you know i don't know have maccas or whatever but then going okay well today's a new day reset mm. um these are my goals and i'll sort of keep working towards that so to answer your question what did i come away with asking um essentially how can i use the skills that i've gathered to uh to go into a role or what role can i go into yep. to use the skills that i've gathered um, which is where I went into. Um, I did a postgraduate in exercise physiology, um, so I really liked the rehab area because I was interested in physio initially. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really liked that, but um, I, I ended up going into, well, after finishing that, I took a year off just to get away and went to Queensland and did labouring, which I found really enjoyable because, well, A, you're going surfing and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of the day, it's nice and warm. But... Also, you're, you're being physical, so you're out in the sun, you're being yeah. physical, you're doing stuff, um, and you're not going home with any work, you're just going home and that's yep. it, you switch off, yeah. which I find a was lot of people... Like? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And so, but yeah, then it was, okay, well, now I've got to go back and make start a real career, which I don't know whether that's the right mindset to have, like... You just, but that was that was the mindset you went into. Right? That was the mindset yeah. I had. So I came back from Queensland and thought, well, okay, now I should start working as a exercise physiologist. Yeah. Um. So I was personal training, doing exercise physiology, and then I started teaching at Franks and Chisholm, the health and fitness. Um, teaching shout personal out, trainers. Shout out to Chisholm. We've, we've both been down our path. <laughs> yeah. Ding. Um, that's a shout out, Bell, by the way. Oh right. Yeah. Well, well, that's going to get a workout. Oh yeah. Lots of uh, juniper shares. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, teaching, teaching sort of opened up a new new door for me. So yeah. that was, and you're teaching people who are interested in learning. That was that was something I've really found. So you've actually got to sign up for that course. Yeah, yeah. So it's good having engaged learners, and so. I went from that to go, okay, well, yeah, teaching. Both my parents are teachers, which they both said, don't become a teacher. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I ended up signing up and doing a teaching degree. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of just rattling off my life history nah, mate, here. Keep it with that? Let's, let's keep it, uh, keep it chronological. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, and so I was doing that. So I was working personal training, uh, exercise physiology, and, um, and the Chisholm TAFE, and I found that, Working as an EP, I was working at a physio clinic, and a lot of the time it was glorified personal training. Like, it wasn't really utilising the skills that you developed. It was, okay, they've finished their physio program, now let's do some exercise with somebody that has an idea about 
how to ride an exercise program or yeah. how to understand the precautions and this and that um, rather than just graduating to a, a gym program. Yeah. Um, and so it was boring. So, I, again, I found the best part about that was talking to people. Like, they don't care about the exercise they're doing. Essentially, they're just doing whatever you tell them. Yeah. But they care about... I don't know what you did on the weekend or like you telling them about I don't know, a story about whatever yeah, so it's, it's such an opportunity for a bigger conversation yeah as well. like for me that's the reason why I enjoy coaching so much is mm-hmm. you get to know someone you get to know their you know their hopes dreams desires goals all that kind of stuff because yeah. you should be talking about that stuff and then you get to touch base with them you know yeah one to five six times a week depending on how, how often they're seeing you so you have like a Know, responsibility I kind of look at or like an opportunity to um, do something yeah, more be able to, yeah do more yeah. that's what I and to be able to like actually make an impact bigger than like the sets and reps they do yeah and and that's yeah I think it's I don't know if it's missed or if it's just undervalued yeah it's definitely a part of the the industry that I think a lot of people just go shallow yeah and go yeah cool this person wants to come see me to lose weight okay let's do that and yeah. they forget all the other layers to it yeah well what were you saying you were saying something about when people start at Virtus they'll do some sort of um what initial process or something what yeah so we, have, so we have the it's a three session induction process so yeah part of what we we want to make sure that when people start training properly for lack of a better term at Virtus whether it's in groups or one-on-one or whatever, mm. that we know as much about them as possible. So, yeah. so, so, so the, and for them to be comfortable and to be able to open up in our environment because, you know, the community aspect of it and the, you know, there's hundreds of people here that want to help, help you succeed yeah. aspect of it's really important. Yeah. Um, so we do, yeah, there's three sessions. So we do movement screens, um, we do lifestyle screens, we do goal setting. Um, my first question to everyone when they join up is, why are you here? Yeah. And it like, throws people a little bit off guard, right? Cause yeah. Because they're expecting to start learning how to like, oh, I'll leave them, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, why are you here? And it, once, you know, very few people can't, like, struggle to answer it once they actually get talking. And yeah. Usually it's just a, oh, uh, to train, and then they'll just, like, unload everything. And, mm-hmm. and it's a really good way for us to get to know them. So yeah. the movement screen and and um, capacity screening stuff we do is a, it's kind of like a baseline. It's to check to see where their baseline level's at, right? Like, it's, we do, we have, we FMS them, and if they've, they've got pain, then we send them to yeah. our, f- our physio. Well, physical assessment, is it? Phys- yeah, so yeah. Um, functional movement screen, which yeah. is like testing patterns. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the, I guess, if they've got pain, then we go, okay, send, go to our physio and, and check out what's got wrong with the parts because mm-hmm. there's, you know, potentially something going on. And if they pass the screen, then we do a, a capacity screen on top of that, which is like, um, can you maintain posture integrity under load? What's your force generation capacity like? All that, all those yeah. kind of things. Through that, we also talk about them as a person. Like that's almost the most important part. But mm-hmm. you put it all together, and by the end of the three sessions, we get, we know them really well. So I I know everything that they, or we would know everything they want to achieve. Um, all yeah. of the things that are stopping them, all the things that have stopped them in the past, all the reasons why they may have achieved some things and may not have achieved other things. We can kind of set a plan in place for them to actually achieve them now. Yeah. Um, and then from a movement point of view, we can either go, okay, you you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this yet. Uh, so use a traffic light system. Yeah. Or you're good to go do everything. Like, let's let's do it. Like, let's, let's get stuck in. So mm. it's a 
it's a barrier to entry, which we, we definitely find some people don't like it. Yeah. Like it's, you know, 250 bucks for the three sessions. Yeah. Um, but it kind but of... it's crucial, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it stops us from... Um, stops people from falling off the wagon two months in. Yeah. Well, it doesn't stop it, but it definitely helps. It's mm. like, you know, you, before you buy a used car, you're probably going to get it checked out, right? Yeah. Like, we're all used cars yeah. <laughs> in our own way. Yeah, so this is just taking it into the shop and getting a systems check and getting a full service before we actually take it out on the racetrack and put the foot down. Yeah. Um, and if we can do that, then one, people are already invested in, in themselves. And I think that's a big issue. Like, Again, we've got to stop making this podcast about me, but about us. But yeah. the whole, no one wants to invest in their health and fitness. And I think yeah. that maybe comes back to their values and what they actually value. And they've got to figure out a way to mm. link up their health and fitness with their values, <clears throat> right? Like now that I'm not necessarily competing as much anymore, I need to link my health and fitness to connecting with people rather than actually yeah. just training for the sake of training. Yeah. Because it's not important to me. Yeah. Um, but I don't think enough people invest in their health and fitness as no. much as they should. Um, for sure yeah so because you want that investment to hurt a little bit like yeah that's why we pay people to help keep us accountable for certain things is because you know when you pay money to something you're much more likely to do it because mm. it hurts right but if you just go oh this gym thing's going to be free yeah then they're probably not going to absolutely follow through with it because they don't see the value yeah well and that's something that I've found with our business is like I'll give away I'll put a thing up on Facebook free samples yeah Everyone signs up to it. I'll get 10,000 emails, but then I've got to send out 10,000 samples and I've got to hand pack those samples. So I'm up all night (laughs) doing that crap. But if you go, okay, well, we'll give you a free sample, but you've got to pay a dollar or two for postage. Yeah. Then all of a sudden people go, okay, well, now I'm investing financially. And so they'll question it. So the people that are signing up just for the sake of getting something for free are now potentially pulling out, which is perfect. And so you want that with exercise as well because you need people that are going to go, okay, well, how much, because at the end of the day, it's not like you can take a pill and you, you've, I don't know, lost 10 kilos or you've uh, increased your ability to, I don't know, your stability or your yeah. low limb power or whatever, yeah, whatever your sort of goals are. But um, it's, it's not easy. So you can't take a pill and just do that. And that's the problem is that a lot of people will, uh, they want things here and now, and we're yeah. all the same. Like, you want oh, things as quick as possible. Yeah, but a lot of, like, everything good takes time and takes work. Good shit so, takes time, hey? Yeah. So, funny, funny that. <laughs> well, and that's where, like, setting up the community, having the process, being invested, yeah. and ultimately they're going to benefit more than by just getting a pass to Jets and going two yeah. times a week and then never going again. That's it. That's it. And you give them what they want. If if we were magically able to give them what they want now, they mm. wouldn't value it. Like people wouldn't value it. People wouldn't appreciate it. And no. they'd probably end up back where they started anyway. Yeah. And it's it's the the going through the, <clears throat> the shit and the time and the hard work and, and yeah. all of the other reasons why like all the other roadblocks in the way. Like you get to that point where you achieve something and you can enjoy it and appreciate it. Yeah. And you go, okay, I'm never going back there. And then you look for the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's something. I find um, with like it's well obviously a competitor but um, things like those F45 eight week challenges there's there's a lot of negatives to it but the good thing is that it's eight weeks that somebody has to invest they're investing a lot of money and if they're able to use that as a platform to then um, instill a good routine or 
develop good habits, then then that's a good thing. Um, 100%. I definitely have a lot of opinion about like eight-week challenges and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm, I'm definitely more impartial to them now, like now than I was two or three years ago when I... Mm-hmm. When I, you can't kind of kind of see the bigger picture. Yeah. But if it's the thing that gets that person off the couch, and if it's that thing that yeah. kickstarts, you know, the rest of their life of exercise and their journey, then why not? Yeah. I think on the, like the the other side of that coin is that if that is the thing, then F forty five have a responsibility to give correct proper nutrition advice and, course, and give yeah. correct exercise prescription and things like that, and I think where I get frustrated with it all and it's why we have certain systems to to avoid that is they'll take that broken down used car out on the racetrack for eight weeks yeah. smash the shit out of it <clears throat> and then you know it, it has to like be towed into pit lane to get, yeah, to get yeah. fixed and, and so now they're seeing a physio and now and they're that, yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah, and that's yeah. the issue right like if if you drive your car with a handbrake on, it's eventually going to break down. Yeah. Um, if you drive it with a flat tire, it's, you know, you're going to ruin everything else. And yeah. That, that's, the, that's the issue, mm. or one of the issues. Definitely. Talk me through how you went from exercise, or exercise fears, yeah. to and PT and teaching to protein and running a, a supplement, supplement gig. Yeah, well, uh, it actually, <clears throat> it started to shift when I went into teaching oh no it was before teaching so when i was doing pt and ep and whatnot um as a personal trainer and teaching people at chisholm you get a lot of people asking about protein and supplements because it's all it's up in lights in that industry like it's it's a novelty sort of thing and and people like i said people love a a shortcut or some sort of boost or something novel like that um uh, like we're always looking for the next little little thing to boost our performance or to yeah. stimulate fat loss or whatever it is. And so um, people would ask about protein powders. And so I'd have a lot of, like my clientele was probably 70, 30 females, 70% female. Yeah. And so a lot of them would ask about, okay, I've heard about protein powders. Should I take one? What's a good one? And they were the two questions. So that sort of stimulated my interest in it. And I said, well, okay, well, what's, what is to it? Like I'd use protein powders playing footy and doing different sports and whatnot. I had done a fair bit of training. So I went, okay, well, let's sort of do a a dive into it. Like I said, I'll obsess about things. And so when I'm sitting at work or when I'm at uni or whatever, I'm researching about it. Well, what's in these products? What is actually the active ingredient? So what are you taking it for? Um, and so I sort of found out about it and I said, well, can you improve on this? Cause my sort of philosophy is I want that mix of health and performance. I'm, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to be able to go out and, um, charge hard all day, but at yeah. the same time I want to live to be 150. So yeah, to me, you want to, you want that combination of the two. So if you can get the benefits of having a protein powder without all the additives, all the artificial sweeteners, all the preservatives all these things that we're sort of trying to avoid in our lives anyway yeah. but then why are you having it <laughs> we to knock it over twice a day in a show. Yeah, yeah well like you're doing all this exercise because you believe it's healthy and you'll eat healthy and do all this but then you're taking these supplements with all these colors like they're a bright purple or a green or you're going well hang on what's <laughs> what's the go here it doesn't really align with everything else hey? yeah so i just sort of looked into it for my own uh knowledge really and um <clears throat> and so i started I bought a, a one kilo bag of whey, which I've 
is the sort of gold standard in terms of the amino acids. Uh, so the amino acids are like you. Well, I'm sure you know, but the tell these humans if you have a if you have a brick wall, your um your wall is the protein, uh, but your amino acids are the bricks. So a, a protein is made up of so 22 different amino acids, um, and so they're the bricks that make up the wall. So you've got to have all the 22 amino acids to be able to make a protein, which protein can be used for used for um, hormone production, it can be used for cellular health, it can be used for hair, skin, nails, for muscle uh, recovery and muscle building and all these sorts of things. And so obviously for exercise, there's a big spotlight put on it for muscle, muscle development, muscle yep. growth. Uh, but again, muscle recovery. So yeah. a big thing of it, uh, I find that people miss out on is that if you're having protein powder, then that's that's calories that you're consuming that are subsidising potential calories of of sugars or carbohydrate or whatever that um, that could be contributing to to other sort of problems in terms of your health and nutrition. But um, <clears throat> to answer your question. <laughs> I'm bouncing around all over the place. But that's the thing, like, mate, we're on a podcast, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, perfect. Um, we'll talk about gin in a minute. Yeah. But it's the, that's, these are the basic Good. things that people don't understand. Like, yeah. People come to me, like, will, will keto help me lose weight? Like, will paleo help me lose weight? And I was like, well, if you want to lose weight, be in a calorie deficit, yeah. that's it. Next question. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about health, functional performance, but mm. if you want to lose weight, then that's, <clears throat> that's your go, right? Yep. So all these simple things that you and I probably take for granted a little bit, yeah, because it's a, it's a thing that we we do every day. Yeah. Most uh, most a lot of people don't know it or don't understand it well enough. Yeah. Um, well, it's complex. Mm. Like like yeah. we said about people starting exercise, it's not simple. Yeah. There's no simple way to to lose weight or to gain strength or to. I don't know, whatever it is, increase your squat. Like yeah. it's it's hard work and it's yeah. complex. Yeah. And so same thing with nutrition. Yeah, you could lose weight with keto, you could lose weight with paleo, you could lose weight I don't know, you could eat potatoes for a year and lose weight. Like some bloke did that, but that doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that he's healthy. Yeah. Well, um any like Yeah. They're, they're different conversations. Yeah. And everybody's different. So that's what I find. Everything everything's very individual. So the more yeah. you look into things, the more complicated and complex it gets. Yeah. But yeah, so the so you had heaps of questions and people were throwing it at you and you were like yeah. testing and obviously yeah, you so saw a lot of crap in the market. I literally bought a bag of whey protein yep. and took it home. Um, I was living at Mum's at the time and it was shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out. And um, so I remember it was Saturday nights or Friday nights. I'd come home from doing PT and I was like, well, I'm going to test this out. Yeah, and awesome. so I'd get like cocoa out of the cupboard and mix it in and yeah. and I was like well what's a powder I can get to make it sweeter like you start off I didn't want to use sugars I didn't want to I wanted to find natural things I, so I eventually found out about stevia um, <clears throat> and so I bought some of that so I'm just buying all this random stuff and mixing it together and going oh here you go mum does that taste any good because yeah. she's like she hates all that sort of stuff yeah. so I figured if, if she thought it tastes good then yeah. somebody else would yeah I find the biggest thing with proteins is people want things to a taste good, um, b look good, and then and then price is a is a massive factor as well. So there's sort of three components to the things in yeah. terms of selling a product. But um, I wanted it to taste good because if I'm going to use it, like I wasn't looking at selling it at that point in time. Yeah, I just thought, well, just a thing. yeah, I just wanted something for myself, which and is the cool 
thing about it because it's all genuine like it's not like yeah. I'm going to make this thing and, and sell it to everyone and not use it myself it's yeah. like okay well this is a problem that I'm aware of I'm going to figure out a way to solve it and that's how, how the best ideas are, yeah. are kind of formulated yeah and that's what I, you can forget sometimes when you're developing new products or people are going oh you should do this flavour or yeah. try that and I'm like well at the end of the day, I made a product because I wanted to use it. Yep. So, like, does it align with my values? Does it align with the guy that was Such an important question. mixing protein in a mixing bowl with a whisk and yeah. giving it to his mum? And yeah. so... It's, it's a really, like, you know, from a... It's a really, just a really cool story because it, yeah. it shows, for me, like, I would much rather buy that protein than, yeah. you know, than a big Korean big like health company that maybe goes oh there's massive pro- massive profit margins in protein why don't we just get into that mm. like you trialing it like probably fucking it up a lot of times having stuff yeah. that tastes probably pretty yuck mm. <laughs> giving it to your mum and her probably going mate do something else mm. <laughs> and, but then eventually working on it and getting yeah. to a point where like now it's a thing yeah it's pretty cool yeah well you don't like I didn't even think about selling it initially yeah you're just sort of doing something because, like I said, you obsess about it and you just go, oh, this is cool. Like, And, yeah, if you've got a, um, like a, an interested, like you're always sort of interested in um, in developing things and being creative and stuff like that, like yeah. I'll go and build a veggie garden. Like I'll, okay. I'll do it and then if I if I stuff it up, then I'll, I'll figure out how to fix it. Yeah. Like I find that's the best way to do things. You can always fix things that you stuff up. But yeah. it's the learning that I find... Yeah, like, yeah, I stuffed up a veggie garden, but <laughs> sweet. Or, like, I built a, I remember I built a deck around our pool and it yeah. was just so shit. <laughs> and I just ended up, we never even used it because it was, you would have just stepped through it. Like, it was yeah. so shit. But at the same time, I learned about, okay, well. The next one isn't going to be shit. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. Yeah, so you just trial and error. But yeah, so that, um, I started doing that and then all of a sudden like you're in conversation with clients about what you're doing and I'd be like oh yeah I was fluffing around with protein the other day after you were talking about it and I ended up making some um, and it it tasted alright and they go oh okay that sounds cool like can I try some and I was like oh yeah okay I'll bring you some in so you come in with a little glad bag of protein and (laughs) give it to your clients and then all of a sudden they go oh yeah this is really good like um I'll buy some off you if you want. I go, well, okay, like, I've... I better make some more. <laughs> I need some more Glad bags. <laughs> and, um, Sorry, Mum. <laughs> and so, yeah, that sort of develops into you get bigger bowls and you get bigger whisks. And and um, and I had a mate who I went to uni with um, at ACU and he had uh, started doing stuff in WA as... Um, he started this business, he called it My Health Addiction, and he goes, oh, I need some protein. I know you were, um, you were mixing some. Um, and at the time I'd, I'd started the business, I'd, I got one of my clients actually to create a little logo for me. Awesome. It was called um, Performance Powders. Good. Which I thought was a bit bit uh, on the edge yeah. in terms of... Yeah, a bit edgy. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was this basic sort of token the paint logo that was I was using and Mate, I, we've all been there yeah so I stocked it at the gym and I was selling that and I ended up mixing up batches for him and he was selling it off um, as part of his business yeah and um, and I just really liked the the name My Health Addiction it just sort of resonated with me because uh, well maybe because I sort of get addicted to things and I'm 
and and health is it's probably a lifelong addiction. Yeah. Um, you fall off the wagon, but you get back on it, and then, um, and so that really resonated with me, and so I ended up sort of approaching him about getting involved. <clears throat> and that at that time it was it was an all encompassing health food online health food thing with yeah. nuts and seeds and dried blueberries and all this random stuff, teas and books and whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever it was, he had it. But um, it was just a little bit of everything. And so we started that, and all of a sudden I'm getting these massive boxes of like 10 kilos of blueberries and inkerberries and all this stuff I'd never heard of. And he's going, okay, package it into this and that and, and then go to markets. And yeah. I was going, I was spending hours just packaging these little things of cashews or whatever, yeah. selling them at markets. And people thought it was cool. Like, like you'd sell a little bit, but not a lot. Um it's hard to get people to invest in health food, in yep. their health. Um, they'd much rather go, well, the, the busiest stand, the busiest store at the Frankston Market was by far the, um, the donut stand. They would have a yep. line for 50 metres. I'd have yep. two sales it's for the a, day. It's a microcosm of society, right? Yeah. Like a market because you see what people are actually interested, yeah. in, or interested in and where they're drawn to. Yeah. Well, why would they buy a bag of... 250 grams of macadamias for 10 bucks yeah. and they can get a donut for a dollar yeah um and it tastes delicious it stimulates <laughs> the dopamine receptors it's a pack full of sugar and uh, it makes them feel good so yeah. we're not definitely not against donuts <clears throat> but just buy macadamias every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> have some uh what is it honey roasted macadamias oh stop it yeah, yeah. It's a combination of the two yeah um yeah so then it eventually got to a point where uh I said, well, mate, I don't think we're really going to do that well if we're just selling all this stuff. Like, it's just too complicated. Yeah. So it was sort of like that whole 80-20 rule that, like, 80% of your sales will come from 20% of your, yeah. your product or 20% of your customers, so yeah. you focus on that. Yeah. And I said, look, I think we're better off cutting the, all the stuff. If people want nuts and seeds, they're going to go to – you can get it from Coles. Yeah. Um, so – so that's where we shifted to the protein and we made a product that combined all this leftover stock essentially called Nutola, which was a nut granola. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was naturally sweetened with honey and coconut oil and yeah, chia nice. seeds and apricots and all this sort of stuff and and that was good. Like I really liked it. It was a great snack, it was a great sort of thing you put with yogurt and it was it was a quality product, but it took a lot of time to, to create it and again you're trying to educate and convince an audience that yeah. they're going well why would I buy that when why would I pay 15 bucks for a little bag of that yeah. when I can buy a massive box of cornflakes yeah. for five bucks <laughs> Just up some time around. yeah why would I have that yeah. for brekkie and you're going well you're only going to use a, a quarter of the amount yeah. and you're going to feel fuller for longer and this and that and so again you're you're in that you're trying to educate yeah which is hard if you're trying to sell in a store or something like that it's just it's too complicated so uh long story short we ended up shifting and again and um and focusing just on the proteins and i ended up buying out the the business and yep. um ryan who's now gone over to um he started a business with his business partner uh julian and they started a company called life cycle yeah <laughs> and um so they, it's really cool, actually. They go around to cafes like like common folk. Yeah, shout out. And um, <laughs> I should have told you about it. I love it. How many can I get in? Oh, as many as you want. And um, 
and they'll they'll collect coffee grounds grounds yeah. and they um so it's sustainable they're recycling um and they combine that with like different uh like newspaper and mushroom spores yeah and um you get these boxes where you can grow mushrooms out of it you just spray it and it grows these gourmet oyster mushrooms and so that's been really cool and um from that they've expanded and and uh and so we're now making a protein for them uh which is a vegan protein with reishi mushroom in it so it's combining that recovery not even recovery so protein i find people go you have to be exercising to take a protein. Like yeah. <laughs> protein's one of your basic macronutrients, like yeah. carbs, fats, and proteins. And if you're not eating meat or you're not eating eggs or dairy or whatever it is, or like most people it's are avoiding something. something. Yeah, yeah, if it's something you need to supplement, um, then that's a great source. It's convenient. It's it's cheap if you take into account. It's like a dollar per serve. Yeah. And so that's where I find I'm sort of saying to people, well. I don't, I don't recommend that you take a protein powder every day. I don't say you take three protein shakes a day. Um, but then I want, what if I want to get jacked? Yeah, well, then take steroids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not True. stopping it. Um, yeah, so that's where I find that, yeah, you need a certain amount for, for everyday life. Like I said, it's not just muscle recovery that protein's going to work on. Um, it's like saying you only need carbs if you're doing an intense exercise session. Like... Heaps of people will eat carbs and they don't do any exercise. Yeah. So yeah, that's something where again it's education, but it's it's um it's it's only one area of education yeah, that I'm focusing on now. So yeah, that's cool. So yeah, the protein that's that was really cool working with them, and they've been a great partner for us to work with and to expand and learn from. So yeah. sort of mentoring, I suppose, um, yeah. and just learning from what they're doing, same as I've learned from what you're doing. Um, so yeah, I've sort of delved into more of that now, the the protein side of things, and um, yep. and that's really been my focus the last sort of couple of years, um, <clears throat> and really this year shifting into that more, yeah, more full time. Where do you want to take it? Um, well, besides world domination, yeah. Um, Apart from world domination, you know, ten million a year, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Like, what do you want it to look like in you know? three five years because i like i hate when people ask me this question so i'm trying yeah. to yeah yeah exactly it's <laughs> like what do you want it to look like or what's realistic what are your goals um all those things i find some people are so sure on what they what they believe yeah. but i actually i got this one yeah thanks um i really want to get it into uh like you can put numbers on it but stores around melbourne i want it to be self-sustaining i want to be able to work on it full time yeah i want to be um to have people around me that i'm able to uh to share the the process with to share the the benefit of the business with um and to again inspire like to have something more so to me it's not just protein to me it's it's what uh it works in with so if you're taking a protein shake like i said you don't have to be exercising but generally you're somebody that will like with your exercise programs they care enough to invest in their health and their well-being um you might not exercise at all i don't really care but at the same time it's to me it's something that if it's going to benefit your health you're combining that with i don't know you make a smoothie with spinach and you got almond milk and you got all these other nutrient dense foods then 
then it's going to benefit your health, your physiological health, yep. and then hopefully that benefits your psychological health yep. and your spiritual health and all these sorts of things. So it carries over into other aspects of your life rather than just, okay, have a pro- go do some push-ups and have a protein shake. <laughs> yeah, it's just an excuse yeah. for a bigger conversation, yeah, I think. And definitely. Once you've... But I think the important part of that is, like, we had to get through the, you know, the th- three years of uni, the couple of years of PT before that, mm-hmm. like, the coaching the whole time to realise that it's part of the bigger conversation. You yeah. had to be that guy in your kitchen making your own protein powder yeah. and then selling it and then working on all the other stuff and going to markets to be able to go, get to this point. You're like, you know, it's a it's an opportunity to have that conversation about health yeah. and, and well, well-being and vitality <clears throat> on that bigger bigger scale rather than just the... The protein and push-ups kind of yeah yeah kind of deal for and, sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you wish yeah. everyone knew about knew about slash thought about supplements? Um, probably just about supplements in general. Yeah, uh, I say supplements, and I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about like the bastardized side of the industry. I'm yeah, like, like I'm more about supplements and protein the way you're doing it. Okay, um, probably. Probably what I'd like people to know is, is that uh, it's not something where you have to take it every day. Yeah. It's not something that it is a supplement for a reason. Like it's a supplement if you can't eat real food, if you can't get up in the morning and make a an ice omelette or whatever. And like really, you should be having whole foods. You should be having veggies in every meal and things like that. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's. It's the combination of, okay, well, if I can't do that, what's the second best thing so that I'm not going, oh, I'll just grab an up and go or I'll whatever. Yeah. If you're able to, like, you got a neutral bullet or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you're able to, like, even I'll, I'll make quick little smoothies where I've, I've made a shot of coffee. I'll put that in a smoothie, banana, oats, some spinach, some avo, and then a scoop of protein powder. Yeah, that's what gets you out of bed, like, out of bed in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, there you go. So, like... It's it's a it is a supplement. So you're adding it to an already healthy diet, um, and to me, a lot of it comes down to what what you're trying to achieve is is that is feel. So like I can talk to people about I don't know the benefits of the physiological benefits of protein powder and this and that, and it can help with recovery, muscle recovery, and it can help with all these other things that are going on in your body. And so, like I said, educating you about the physiological benefits but the the biggest thing to me is that is that feel is your mental state is how and this comes down to a lot of psychology um with how are you going to feel by implementing that into your life and it's probably not even the protein it's it's the fact that you've taken the time to um to to do something that you feel is going to benefit your health it's like meditation like you take the time out Yep. You slow yourself down, you do it, and you feel incredible doing it. Definitely. So it's people don't really care about the the um, all the the important factors and this and that. Like they care about how it's going to make them feel. Yeah. And if they feel good, then that's going to resonate into other areas of their life, and hopefully they're ultimately using that for the power of good. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of mental health, really. Yeah. Yeah, we fuel our, our physical body and our, our spiritual and emotional self becomes more capable, and mm. you know the capacity grows for it to deal with the shit that life throws at us, and yeah. and then all, and, and on the flip side of that, all the good things that we <coughs> enjoy our life as well. Absolutely, 
Well, if you look at, like, they're so intertwined and that's what I think we probably don't learn enough at uni or at school and things like that because, like, if you're in a state of stress or you're exercising, you're drinking coffee, you're not sleeping enough, you're bad relationships or... Shout out to all uni students. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But you've got work stress, like, there's so much stress in life and then we're stimulated by devices and, and whatnot, so we've got so much cortisol we're in that state of hyper um like we're in that uh sympathetic nervous state um and so our bodies are riddled with cortisol and then cortisol what people don't realize is that's going to cause you to retain fat and that's going to block gaining muscle which a lot of people if they're trying to achieve that a lot like who doesn't want to lose a bit of fat like most people who are trying to achieve just that. be chill and not stressed <coughs> and not overly stressed right like we know exactly that- cortisol responses is a good thing if it then fucks off yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but when, when we're in a heightened state of, of cortisol release all day every day because all we do is add stress to our body like yeah. whether it's and this thing I try and tell people about <clears throat> training right training is only it's only a part of it but our body looks at emotional stress work stress training stress you know fatigue whatever as stress it doesn't can't it can't actually differentiate yeah. between the different it doesn't parts. know so we keep adding and adding yeah. and adding eventually something will break exactly mm. and i was talking to some guys actually they were doing that f45 thing again um yeah and they're doing like two sessions a day and i'm going mate you you did nothing last week yeah. why are you now doing two sessions <laughs> yeah. a day like it's it's ridiculous they do, they do 14 sessions in, in, in 12 months and then do 40 yeah. sessions in two weeks it's just yeah like, so you're going to fall down like yeah. you can only take so much like setting yourself up to fail well was a, I can't remember who was saying it but they're talking about like you've got your bucket and if your bucket like you keep filling up your bucket yeah. unless you empty out a bit then it's going to topple over because it's too full and so you hit that brim and that's where people get overtraining or adrenal fatigue or um, any of those stress sort of problems and, and that's all inflammation like what people don't get is that's now putting your body in an inflammatory state where these autoimmune diseases and all these sorts of things will compound upon themselves and next thing they know they're taking blood pressure medication and they're taking all these other pills yeah. quick fixes yeah. to when really go for a walk like slow yourself down yeah. yeah exactly so it's that combination of body self-awareness and nutrition if, if, if everyone understands stress response yeah then they they should be able to like adequately assess what they're doing yeah like one way or another and go am I adding not enough stress so that my body's not going to change there's no adaptation happening mm-hmm. or am I going too much so that my body's going to eventually fall in a hole yeah and you know, I think if everyone understands that we need X amount of stress to, to adequately or optim- optimally adapt yeah and then we adapt and rest and do it again and do it again and do it again we're going to keep getting better yeah but we skip that for the the quick fix mentality where it's just like well if I do more it's better yeah <laughs> and yeah and it just doesn't doesn't work that way unfortunately being self-aware <laughs> is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah well, self, self-aware but uh, self-aware whilst also understanding what's, yeah like how stress response, response works for sure and that's where you were saying before how you've been crook like mm. even with all your training even with everything like you don't realise sometimes yeah. other stresses in your life will compound mm. upon itself yeah definitely so you could be doing lots of exercise and sleeping heaps and doing all that, but then, I don't know, you have a day where you're not eating too well or you yeah. work's a bit harder or whatever is going on, and then all of a sudden you're sick and you're going, well, what's going on? Like, I'm doing this. But yeah, that's where there's so many 
again, it's, it gets more complex. Well, that's it. There's so many different um, factors at play. Like, yeah. it really, like, just off the top of my head, like, if you just go, okay, sleep, hydration, nutrition, um, exercise, movement, and then you've got your, you know, you're supplementing mm-hmm. that, all of those things with work stresses and, yeah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many different ways we can, you can fall down and go wrong. Mm. Um, and it's, it takes a, you know, for kind of helicopter view of your life to be able to go, okay, well, shit, I didn't eat very well this week or I, ha- I haven't had a drink of water in three days. Like, what, yeah. what are, where's the area that you're letting yourself down that's going to impact everything else? Like, mm. this domino effect. And that's where I think, uh, like, I wasn't really aware of it at the time, but that's where with the protein, taking it down that more natural and organic approach using that mentality of real ingredients real sort of foods to emulate as best as you can um eating real foods or getting those nutrient dense foods into your diet then at least you know that that's not a problem or that's not an area where it's where you're falling down so you can you're gonna you're rushing around like you're stressed with work or whatever and so you know that you're going to not have lunch or whatever you can take a protein shake with you to work or you can take it to school or whatever and at least you're getting some nutrient nutrition that is is of of benefit yeah um so that's been a real just a tool right yeah toolbox to help you live a a better life and be a better version of that's it it's not gonna change the world it's not gonna make you lose 50 kilos it's not gonna put on 10 kilos of muscle like it's it's a tool and if you use it properly then it can be a benefit and hopefully it, people are able to use it um, as a subsidy, yeah. or as a supplement to real food, and it stops them from eating eating shit. shit yeah. yeah, so that's been a real focus for me. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 really cool because like you, it's all it's a breath breath of fresh air. Like it's coming from someone that went through the diving into the gym and then going mm. like just going to commercial gym and working in commercial gym and then yep. going oh shit I need supplements and then trying everything under the sun as most of us do when we're yeah. young and, and learning it and then definitely trying everything and having like <clears throat> 17 shakes a day and all that kind of stuff yeah I've gone from that to like now and like zero supplements yeah and it's and purely because of there's so much shit out there yeah so it's a really it's a breath of fresh air to, to know that there are people that are doing things the right way and yeah. they're going about it the right way and like I'm excited to kind of follow and contribute hopefully to your growth over the next yeah. however long because it's going to be cool to see it definitely actually be a thing that people can use to help them yeah and I found I was speaking to a lady who runs a store in Seaford um, health food store and she was going oh this is perfect timing we've ran out of protein and we're going oh crap what's what's a good one for us to get involved or get get into the store and so me reaching out and talking to her and like once you speak to people you like you're again you're educating and so that's where um where i sort of find it's most beneficial um because then you help people to understand and knowledge is power yeah so that's been a big thing for us i think just spreading it through education yeah having the opportunity to speak to people to educate about like you with exercise and it's it's bigger than the actual it's bigger than lifting heavy things yeah it's bigger than raising your heart rate it's bigger than sweating or whatever than that yeah that is so so that's been it's exciting that's the uh the challenge and the battle and the 
the enjoyment as well. So all the fun stuff. <laughs> exactly. I got uh, I got three questions for you. Yes, to yes. Um, we got to talk about juniper as well. <laughs> juniper. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are, what questions you got? Give me a question, then I'll throw the last three at you. Um. Uh. What, what do you? Where do you see the future with with Virtus? With Virtus? Oh, <laughs> mate, that is that is a very long long question. Uh, yeah. Long answer. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. And uh, like the the big part of it, or the big like, I try and look at the our purpose and like our direction and where we're headed, and I yeah. kind of look yeah. at it like a horizon. So. I want to be able to see the horizon and know what it looks like somewhat. Yeah. But then we're never actually going to reach it. We're just going to keep keep working towards it and, you know, the goalpost moves slightly. Yeah. But we just want to help as many people live their best life as possible. Yeah. Um, and we use the term making the world a better place, but we want to make everyone's own world a better place as well. So yeah. I guess the goal with it or the intention the or whatever, like whatever your words you want to put around it is just like figuring out how we can do that. One, on a, as big a scale as possible, but yeah. also we want to make sure that that as we grow on a bigger scale, it doesn't dilute the quality of the service that we give to people on a day-to-day basis. So yeah. um, I guess the problem with scale is that sometimes you, sometimes you can lose quality. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that whatever we're doing, we, you know, under promise and over deliver and add more and more value to the people we're serving every day as we grow. Yeah. Um, figuring out how to do that though, like if you got any ideas, let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we've got we've got a lot of it. I like I got a lot of projects in the works. Yeah. Um, a lot of things that are coming up that we've been working on for a little while. Like a lot of them in in the education space. Like mm-hmm. we just launched our online platform for our mentorship students. So Sick. bringing stuff like that to everyone our clients will be the first guys to trial it um but like little seminars online stuff um clients being able to actually dive into why we do certain things in the gym and how they can optimize their lives and yeah and then to go into bigger and bigger courses and yeah i don't, I don't know where where it'll go yeah um but on a really base basic level we we train people but it goes way beyond yeah you know, the four walls of our gym well, that's it's a very closed-minded approach to think we're a gym, we train people. Sort of like me with the protein. Like yeah. we're a protein company, you buy protein. Like yeah. if, you, if you're doing that, then you're just selling a product. You're not yeah. selling yeah. – like you're not offering anything really. Yeah. Um, when like people don't come there, if you've surveyed your customers, they wouldn't come there to exercise. Yeah. There's a very small percentage of psychopaths that just come to the gym to train. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. It freaks me out. Yeah. <clears throat> but to be a part of the community and be a part of people wanting to be better, like that's, that's the yeah. thing. Like I want everyone to be able to access and reach their potential, whatever that is. Yeah. Like some people it's business. Some people it's starting a family. Some people it's mm. athletic pursuits. Um, like we started out very heavily in the athletic development side of things and that, mm. that hasn't necessarily... It definitely hasn't gone away, but it's definitely become less of a focus because you're a, a human for a lot longer than you're an athlete. Yeah. Um, so you know we want to support and help our our young young and not some not so young athletes achieve mm. what they want to achieve from a from an athletic pursuit point of view. But at the same time, when they're no longer sprinting or running or jumping or playing the mm-hmm. sport, we want them to be able to see use those skills to yeah. improve the rest of their life still have goals still have things they can work on and improve yeah. upon like yeah. and that's where I find that 
yeah, we were working with women's football, the AFLW, and providing product for athletes and this yeah. and that. But like, I'm not a professional athlete, but at the same time, I like going to the boxing gym. I like testing myself. Yeah. I like pushing myself. You playing footy, like you're still challenging yourself. Definitely. You're still like to hard, to charge hard and smash yourself. And so there's still benefit to to treating yourself like an athlete, to like going definitely. to getting soft tissue treatment or to taking the time to... Yeah, well, every, like technically everyone's an athlete. Like if you look at it that yeah. point, the right way, everyone's an athlete, we've always got different events. Like yeah. whether it's you know, AFL footy or whether it's top like <clears throat> top end athletic, uh, like athletics yeah. or whether it's you know wanting to be able to chase your kids around mm. and not hurt yourself. Like yeah. they're all in a way athletic pursuits. Yeah. Um, and just because you, you're not getting paid it doesn't yeah, really matter so before you spoke about like, health and performance right yeah. like we've got a, a pyramid that's um, health and function at the bottom like healthy healthy is just not being ill basically mm. just being able to um, being able to function at an optimum level and then functions being able to react uh, react and adapt to whatever life or sport or whatever throws at you and then the yeah. performance bit is like actually executing on everything underneath yeah and if you tick those three boxes then you know you're kicking goals yeah um, so yeah in, in essence where it's headed that's probably it it's just figuring out how we can do the, what we're doing currently at at more capacity yeah um, yeah which is exciting Definitely, and there's so many areas in which you can work oh, on. That's, like that's the worst part. So you just need to make decisions and have a crack, and if stuff doesn't work, just yeah. keep trying. Yeah, exactly. No, that's interesting. Yeah. But um, shameless plug, <laughs> tell me about uh, this. Yeah, so we're doing a gin thing. Yep. Um, if anyone follows me on social media, they would be annoyed at me talking about gin again, but um, drops of juniper is our, is our gin thingy. We just had a... We just had a little nip, which was delicious, mm. was it? Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> um, just a few, of the, a few of the boys a couple of years ago started talking about talking about gin and enjoying gin on a Monday, and then it kind of snowballed from there. I got, got involved, and we started talking about what the industry was missing around, like, good quality tonics and, and good quality gin and tonics already pre-prepared and stuff, and... It just kind of fast-forwarded, snowballed a little bit from there. Um, and we've got a couple of podcasts coming up that we'll talk about in a little bit more detail. But nice. a couple of other guys got involved and now Drops of Juniper is a thing. And we're going to have, probably by the time this, definitely by the time this episode is out, we're going to mm-hmm. have a, a thousand litres in bottles wow. all branded up, ready to go. Yeah. So it's um, it's crazy that it's actually a thing that I've got a bottle of it in front of me. And so do you go for well, a swim in it or something before it gets bottled? I don't know if that's uh, preferred. I'll probably, I don't know, we'll, we'll do something cool. It'll be, a, it'll be a pretty cool moment to actually get our first run of bottles. And mm. A contract distilling uh, with the legends at Alchemy Distillers at the moment, but the plan See. is to have our own distillery set and, and, um, and set up and, and bar and et cetera sometime in the next year or so yeah. so yeah, it's, cool. it's a cool little side project that's taught me a lot about transferable skills yeah um, things that I do at Virtus that helps with this and just the the power of a couple of cool ideas and then mm. actually taking action on it how you can turn an idea into an actual thing pretty quickly like we've been less than 12 months and yeah we got we'll have, have a heap of bottles soon yeah so yeah the uh the freshest new morning to potentially gin yeah so, so gin sorry to cut you off yeah. is, is it like 
vodka that's then been infused so, so with a, so it's a juniper based spirit so you can or you can use whatever spirit you want like base spirit so grape spirit grain spirit whatever mm-hmm. but then what makes gin gin is the juniper so okay. so for gin to be gin it has to have juniper in it and juniper is juniper what? is a little uh, I think they're berries okay it's a really I really should know that so it's they're like little black little like black um, blackberries so yeah so it's like a it's an infused spirit with this juniper, yeah. and then whatever sort of other things you'll flavour it with. So like kombucha, how you put lemon rind and different things in it. Yeah, so you basically so put whatever you, whatever botanicals you want yeah. with it. So like ours is um, pretty heavily heavy, heavily citrus. With we got a lot of orange in ours. But it's a really basic gin. We wanted it to, um, but there's a bit of spice in it as well. Like you probably taste the cinnamon yeah. a little bit in there, and we wanted it to be something that. Here's the problem with gin, right? And this is someone who had knew nothing about gin two years ago. Yep. Is that if you get a really florally botanical gin, botanical heavy gin, and you put it into what most people do, just Schweppes tonic. Yep. The the shitty tonics will overpower the taste of the gin, and you go, "Oh, this is disgusting." Yeah, sure. So we wanted to make a gin that any idiot could pour it into a bottle, into some Schweppes tonic, and it yeah. tastes really good. And I think we've done that. I think yeah. we've um, we've we've made it. We've kept it simple. Um, we will do the fancy florally, crazy taste stuff down the track. Yeah. But the, for the first run, we just wanted it to be a good quality, basic, basic gin. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I think we've nailed it. Sort of like an idiot proof gin. That's exactly. <laughs> I I'm currently rolling through a blog of yeah. um, how how to make gin idiot proof. Yeah. Um, that's been a word we've used. Like we wanted to make an idiot proof gin. Yeah. Um, you should have got my mum to test it. Yeah. You know, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Product product <laughs> testing. I am. I'll yeah. send a sample to your mum. Yeah. Um, lovely. All right. That sounds um, good. Yeah. So that that's just a little you know another little project. Yeah. Uh, on top of Virtus, but it's all based around the same stuff like connection, community. Yeah. Um, I guess having a crack. Yeah. And then seeing what happens. Like, you know, we might sell 20 of, actually we've already sold over 100 pre-sale, which has been really cool, but yeah. we might not sell any more yeah. and this could fall in a hole and still be an awesome experience. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen. It becomes a big thing, but... Yeah. But even the guys, like the fact that you've got that Virtus community around you, you've got these guys you're doing it with, yeah. they'd have communities. Yeah, and yeah like, 100%. So all your early adopters will no doubt get on board and... and um, and buy yeah. the gin like, hopefully because hopefully. again it's bigger than just a, a gin a product yeah and like at it's simplest essence it's like six local guys having a crack at something they love yeah. doing um, it's yeah I, I'm really proud of how much work we put in but also how quickly it's actually come together yeah it's exciting are the Jetty Road guys in that uh, they're not but shout out um, yeah. saw Grant this morning mentioned, mentioned you to him yeah, and yeah. he said hi um, few of the common folk boys um, a lot of the common folk boys James from Four Paws um, yeah. who will be on this this podcast very soon but yeah just oh, how cool guys it's like idiots trying to make idiot proof things <laughs> basically <laughs> oh that's the, the best ones to know 100% um, alright three yeah, questions for you very cool yep what are you most proud of <clears throat> most proud of Probably, uh, I think helping people. Like when you, when you're helping people and making a change. Like I, I would used to. I, I was seeing a lady at the gym, 
she was coming in for um for EP, and initially she was able to she was able to claim it through DVA and this and that. But again, it was it was so basic. It was we'd we were trying to do different exercises and strengthen her and get all these functional outcomes. But at, at in the end, we ended up spending half an hour doing stretching. Yeah. And even that basic stretching. She was getting a massive benefit out of yeah. because it was releasing hip flexors or it was taking strain off her lower back or whatever it was. And um, and so she saw massive benefit in that. <clears throat> and unfortunately, it got to the point where DVA tightened the strings so much that we weren't able to get funding for it. I wasn't yeah. essentially getting paid. But I said, well, it's to me, I was getting, I was probably getting more out of it than she was yeah. <laughs> because I enjoyed seeing her and helping her and doing those things. So yeah, the, the thing I'm most proud of is, is being able to do that. Like having those skills that I've learned that you can benefit other people's lives. Yeah. And that's, that to me is a big thing. Yeah. It doesn't take much to improve someone's quality of life. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of long, low hanging fruit that we can, yeah we can kind of jump onto and whether it's exercise or gin or, or protein like mm. there's so many different things that can improve someone's quality of life and if it does it yeah. then it's worth its weight in gold well smiling at people saying hi Funny being that. polite yeah. like saying thank you for something like yeah. it's such so basic yeah but never stifle a generous impulse <laughs> yeah. on t-shirt yeah that's sick yeah, I like second that question yeah what are you most confident about confident um probably I can be quite uh, confident confident versus on bordering on arrogant you can get um about pardon it's synonyms i think yeah i know so probably with um sporting things like um i've probably done a lot of different sporting things so i've developed good skills in those areas so yeah i can get quite arrogant or confident should i say (laughs) well yeah if you're not sort of um, big noting yourself, then I think it's confidence is probably more internal. Yeah. And if you know that you're okay at something, yeah, exactly. You got the yeah. self belief. So, like in a lot of areas, I can be quite shy or reserved. Like I'm, I know that I'm. Like you got to know your limitations, and I know I'm, I'm not very confident with sales and things like that. But like, put me out on a golf course or <laughs> kicking a football or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I will be confident. Yeah. Um, so that's that's probably the areas I'm confident. Like yeah. Last one. What are you most excited for? <clears throat> um, what am I most excited for? Probably uh, the next couple of months. Really, um, I'm very excited about uh, what I can create. Um, personally, that's that's a, something I'm personally looking forward to. Is yeah. that challenge? Can I? develop uh, MHA to a point where it's self-sustaining where I'm able to live off it where it's able to benefit other people where I can I don't know like I, I see developing a community like you've got where I can go oh hey like Dave he's just lost his job come and work with me come work at MHA and yeah. we'll do this and we'll create it together and and keep growing and, and coming up with creative ways to, to benefit people's lives or to create value for people yeah I like that so that's something I'm really looking forward to. It's all about happening. Yeah. That's ace. <laughs> Mate, uh, how can people get around you and MHA and how can they buy some protein? And I'm sure we'll talk about some sort of partnership yeah. going forward. Sounds good. Pump it. Go um, so, obviously, our website, myhealthaddiction.com.au. So, we've got Beautiful all our website, by the way. 
<laughs> yeah, you had a look at it? I'm on it. Yeah. Oh, lovely. You didn't Google search it, did you? We had some errors coming up on the Google no. search for some reason. Uh, it's working. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, so via the website, obviously, we've got products there. We we do have um, a sample where you can try the product and we'll send it out to you. So two bucks and we'll send send you a product. Awesome. If you are around the Mornington Peninsula, we're pretty local, so we, we're happy to drop off stuff. Um mm-hmm. We are looking for stockers at the moment, so if you've got a health food store or you're looking to stock it at a gym or something like that, then obviously that'd be cool. But then Facebook, My Health Addiction, yep. Instagram, My uh, underscore Health underscore Addiction. Yeah. So people can follow us there, or um, or you can contact us via email. It's carl at myhealthaddiction.com.au. Good. And all emails to be sent to Protein God. <laughs> God of protein. I yes. love that. <laughs> Where does it say that? Uh, just on your uh, on your about section on your website. Oh Carl man. Owner and protein god. Perfect. Yeah, I was probably drunk when I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it. Please leave it. Yeah. A few junipers. Mate, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right, it's been great to be here. Good yeah. from you. Press the button again. Bang. Oh yeah, ding ding. <laughs> <laughs>